0: Hello, my name is Maradi Tema. I'm the founder of Maradi Tema Leadership Institute and the CEO of Maradi Technologies. MTLI is a heart and passion project that is inspired by the desire to be a change agent. I wanted to create a space through this leadership institute where we could invest in building leaders of all seasons. As we kickstart what will be a long and beautiful journey for this institute, we start our mission by focusing on fatherhood. We are proud to have launched a hashtag campaign all about debts in the month of June. And on Father's Day we'll be hosting our first of many annual Father's Day webinars themed Take Your Throne. This is our first another campaign and I'm joined by Moruti Caesar Ligojolo
1: and Mr SJ Temer. Gentlemen, welcome. Hi my name is SJ Tema a father of 3 and an attorney by profession.
2: My name is Cesar Lokocholo I'm a pastor of the Evangelical Lutheran Church and I'm also a father of 2 a boy and a girl. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Why this conversation for me is there is definitely a difference between children that have experienced through their bringing a fatherly love or not. And I just get a feeling, um, it might just be me, get a feeling there isn't enough platforms to tell us about that or to showcase that. And I wanted to make it a conversation that as fathers, we can even continue after this podcast. But for today, I brought these two gentlemen to come and help me give this topic some sort of a meaning right so the question is or the statement is the impact or effect of a father's
2: love uh, from a, a religious point of view one thing that we really need to understand is that uh, god has got this creative power and a redemptive power and uh, these two powers he passed on to us because we are Created in the image and likeness of God. So everybody has this creative power. By creative power, I mean it can be power to create a motor vehicle, a power to create, a power to to make kids also. And uh, that also comes with uh, the responsibility of uh, redemption, by this, I mean, uh, for instance, if you create a factory, you know, that pollutes the air, you also have that uh, responsibility to take care of the environment. When it comes to fatherhood, it uh, goes back with, uh, if you create a child, you also have a responsibility to raise that child. So this is where the redemptive power comes in for father and child. And also, we bringing back to the fourth commandment that you should honor your parents, which was the directive that was given to the kids. And also, in that directive, we also have the opposite side of a parent looking after the child. And when a parent looks after the child, God is glorified in that. Every time I teach the children, I always tell them that uh, if they pray to God and say they want a bicycle at the end of the year, God doesn't come from heaven and bring a bicycle, but a parent does that on behalf of God. So basically, we as parents, we are representative of God on earth. And furthermore, we have this responsibility of also looking after uh, not only our children, but uh, the environment and everything that is around us. But uh, I will just bring it back to the father and child relationship. Because of this creative power that we have and the redemptive power that we also have, we need to make sure the kids are raised in the right way. We know that uh, uh, some people, they don't have money or whatever, or the means of, of raising the children. But uh, I also feel that uh, this uh, office of being a parent is very, very, very important. We need to make sure that uh, the kids are raised up in a good environment. And it must be also a loving environment when we speak about love, we also mean God is love. And then we fulfill that duty as a representative of God on earth.
0: So I would, I would summarize it by saying this is a mission of God. And as God's children, we're fulfilling that mission.
2: Of course, of course.
1: Thank you. Muruti has, has, has said a mouthful there. You know, he's actually left nothing for me to say other than just to say, I'm what I am simply because of fatherly love. We're all what we are because of fatherly love. And it's only natural and you can only wonder, in fact, how those without fathers do cope and do get to make it in life. And I think as Muruti also said it earlier, we also have a role other than looking after our own families to extend this fatherly love beyond the borders of our own yards and homes.
0: I'm listening to you, I'm thinking, would you say then that looking after just beyond our our, our own children and going beyond, I mean, there's a lot of issues in terms of world healing, right? Would you say then that if we we make fatherhood as one of the focuses or focus areas, say fatherly love, would we then help
1: with healing the
0: wounds of the world?
1: In a very big way. In a very big way, more than you can actually ever imagine. Part of my passion or my life is to coach young soccer boys who play soccer. I mean, I started by running a team at work, But then I extended that to rope in boys from the nearby township, being Alexander I mean, some of them come at a very young age. I'm not running a very formalized structure. It's actually started as a fun thing. It remains a fun thing. But in between, you're able to pick up some young boys who need that extra little fatherly push to steer them in the right direction. I mean, you can see it's actually a very thin line between becoming a hardcore criminal and going out to steal or making something with your own life. I mean, you would know of some young men that I actually even brought home over the December holidays. That young man, you can see he's actually made his choice, but he doesn't have the necessary support around him. And if you don't offer that support, he can easily fall off the rail and become something else. So you then come in and assist in as far as, you know, guiding him and keeping him on the straight and narrow. I didn't choose him. He, for some reason, just chose me and decided he's going to be close to me. And I realized the potential in him. And it all started with buying him school uniforms here and there. And I realized that he's not that great academically. But then there's more that he can still achieve in life without necessarily doing it through school. And you offer that support. It's just grown naturally I didn't choose it I didn't want to be his mentor I didn't actually want to be his father substitute so to say but it actually just turned out that way and I think now when we're talking about this you realize that there was just something lacking in his life being that touch of fatherly love that's my view of it so it takes a community to raise a child it does it does.
2: And uh, you now, when you you look at the, the the confessions of the Lutheran Church, we speak about the four types of fathers: the fathers by blood, the fathers of the nation, spiritual fathers, and uh, lastly, we speak uh, about the fathers of the household. This all comes in a form of uh, uh, addressing the issues. When we speak about uh, the the fathers of the, the, the nation, we can mean the government, you know. And the spiritual fathers, obviously, will be the pastors and the priests. The fathers of the household is the people around you that you got to look after, the extended family, you know. Father by blood, it will be your biological father's. Maybe just to bring heaven into the, the, the whole picture, you know. Some people they think that uh, heaven is somewhere up, you know, in the space or whatever. Okay, we don't know where it is, but uh, for me, heaven is uh, where God is in with His mercy. As we fathers, being representative of God on earth, we can uh, make this place heaven. You know, come in with our mercy, come in with our grace to help uh, uh, somebody who is in need and uh, to show love not only in your immediate family but uh, the extended love to everybody, then that will be heaven. I mean, from your point of
0: view, you speak of the very basic of a human as a human being, right? Or would you say we've created a monster, right, by assuming that? To be a good father, you must you must have resources, right? You mentioned earlier about resources. Is it have we created a monster in the community that to be a good father it means you must be
2: able to be a provider? No, no, not at all. You going back to when I teach the kids, you know, I always tell them that you will come to ask from your father whatever things that you ask from your father, that doesn't mean you cannot get them. The, the father will provide the things that uh, he feels that uh, they're good for you, but also if he doesn't have the resources, but he can show you that love, you know that fatherly love that uh, we always miss, and uh, it's the same as us as parents asking from God, you know. Sometimes it doesn't answer us, you know, and you feel that he's not listening to us. It's the same as uh, uh, the parents, the father. You know, because he doesn't have the resources to give. That doesn't mean that uh, he doesn't love you. But uh, as long as that there is that love in the house, uh, we can show the love to a neighbor, getting into the shoes of a neighbor to understand where he comes from, the miles that uh, he has uh, traveled, to not be judgmental. That is love. That is showing love. Maybe I can come in there, Maridi, and
1: share you know, bring it closer to home and share my own personal experience. It's it's not about resources. I mean, my parents were teachers and they didn't have everything. My father was a teacher. I mean, I know in my whole primary school studies, I wanted to own a bicycle. I mean, I always asked them and my father could not buy me a bicycle. They kept on saying, if you achieve these grades, you'll get a bicycle. But I mean, they never bought me one. And it's not like I ever respected them any less. They were just there for me. They provided the father of the parental love. I mean, now I'm talking about both parents. I remember when I passed my metric. I mean, I went to varsity at a very young age and I failed my first year. It was actually the first time in my life that, you know, I hit a hurdle. And... For me, it was like the end of the world. You know, I was ready to give up. The funny part or the unfortunate part to add to that was I made some girl pregnant. So my world kind of came crashing down at that time. All it took was my father to find me sitting in some corner ready to give up. And he said a few things and that changed my life forever. Went back, repeated my first year adversity, and I never looked back. One of the years, I actually decided, in honor of all of that, to buy myself a bicycle as a birthday present and a reminder. I mean, I even (laughs) had a car at the time. I didn't need a bicycle. But I went to buy myself a bicycle just to say, my father, you didn't have money at the time to buy me a bicycle. All you did was give me the fatherly love, and it's guided me to where I am today. I'm what I am today because of that, and just in honor of that, I'm going to buy myself a bicycle. Incidentally, a week ago, I mean, I've owned that bicycle for more than five years or so. I gave it to the young man that I was talking about from Alex. He found a job in Sentin, and he told me he's walking across from Alex to Sentin. I gave him that bicycle again. It's just the continuation. Or I'm trying, with the little I have, to extend that fatherly love, not only to my kids but beyond the yards. I mean, the yard or the fence of my of my yard. Let's spread the love. Let's buy
2: bicycles. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, To to add there is that you know parents. Uh, fathers or mothers, uh, they shouldn't be deprived of the honor that is due to them because of their failings, of what they are, you know. That honor, it should be given to parents, whether they can afford to buy a bicycle or not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, you have. And uh, that is why I always say that uh, to achieve that honor, also as a parent, you need to show love. Mm, mm. to the persons. No, I mean, you, you You.
1: quoted one of the most, what I would call the, the, the cornerstone of the Ten Commandments. I mean, honor your father and mother. It's, it goes both ways. While you're getting fatherly love, then you also need to reciprocate by honoring them and respecting them. And for me, then from there, the sky's the limit. Then it actually becomes that cycle of love flowing from the parents to the kids and you being a kid, then having that loving heart Mm. and then you grow with it. I mean, I I see it happening with my daughter now. I mean, you know, because my family, my father, my mother taught us to share the little we had with people around us, neighbors. I see that now happening in me. And I see that filtering down to even my kids. Um, I cited my daughter as an example, I mean, there's a guy who stands at the robot who used to swear at people. And one day I actually stopped and spoke to him. He's a beggar, but he swears at anyone who doesn't give him anything. And I stopped and I said to him, but why are you swearing at people? People don't know you anything. We engaged, and as it is now, we're actually the best of friends. Now and then I do make an effort to just drop him something. And when I forget, my daughter reminds me of Papa... have you seen your friend lately? Have you given him something to eat or something? Then I'm reminded, you know, even when you're busy, you know, some of the things actually tend to fall through the cracks. But my daughter will then say, Papa, remember to take something for your friend at the robot. You know, it's, it's how it is. And that's just coming from love. And it's not like we give him much, you know, giving him a bag of oranges when you can afford one. Giving him a bag of packet of bananas here and there, buying him a loaf of bread. For me, it goes a long way. It's all about spreading this
0: love. And I guess, I mean, um, that guy, maybe his circumstance came from not getting that love when mm-hmm. he was younger.
2: I think one thing that we really need to remember as parents, as fathers, is that we are the representatives of God here on earth. And uh, if we do good to others, the glory goes to God.
1: And I think we should just embrace fatherhood with all that it comes with and the love and continue spreading the love to not only, as I said earlier, our own immediate families, but beyond the borders of our own yards.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for being my guest on, on our first podcast. Unfortunately, that's all we have the time for for today. Join me again next time for another dynamic conversation. Remember to register for our hashtag take your throne. Let's meet on Father's Day on the webinar on the twenty first of June. All the details will be on our social media pages. Remember to follow and share. Until next time from me, Maredi Terma. Cheers.
2: You've been listening to another episode from the Solid Gold Podcast Studios.